Okay, Dashi Han Miller here with uh, this week's episode of Kuden. I apologize for the delay for those of you on live. Had some life issues pop up, and uh, I just realized that, like, um, uh, I forgot to change my uh, battle-worn uh, training T-shirt. So uh, I'm gonna look all like you know, like I just came in from a from an Avengers. Well, probably not, but anyway. Um, so uh, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about the problem of getting training, right? So if those of you on video, you can see me making air quotes, right? The problem with getting with getting training, right? So uh, if you're audio only, just know I made a couple of air quotes there. It uh, doesn't really matter, but we'll jump into things. So, um, uh, and that's the big thing, right? What, what, we, what I want to take a look at is um, this idea of uh, decision-making, right? Problem-solving, because um, a mentor once told me that if you're having a problem getting, in this in this case, training, right? But if you're getting having a problem getting anything that's significant that you want, then you're probably having a problem or having trouble getting other things that you want, right? So we'll talk about this more. A possible solution, again, worked for me, but we'll see uh, what happens. Uh, trigger warning, because that seems to be the fashionable thing to do today. Um, this might not be a pleasurable uh, ride, but we'll see what happens, right? Uh, talk to you soon when I get back. So the big question is this. How are self-defense and success-minded people like us, concerned citizens worried about protecting ourselves, our loved ones, and the things we care about from the monsters we know exist in the world? How do we train in a way that gives us the skills, knowledge, and understanding we need without becoming paranoid fighters or killers ourselves, and yet still allows us to be the hero protector the world needs us to be? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Jeffrey Miller, and welcome to Kudan Radio, real training for real people in a real world. All right, and we're back. So, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, James is lurking in the background there, because uh, that's what he does. Anyway, so uh, <clears throat> we'll adapt and overcome. We're a few, like I said, we're a few minutes late on this episode. If you're watching the recording, we're not late at all. We're right on time. So, <laughs> it's all good. Anyway, all right. So, um, one probably the the biggest, uh, and it's not really a complaint, the biggest, um, the most prevalent subject that I get and have been getting for years uh, from potential students, uh, people that want to get back into training, whatever it is, right, is this idea that um, they're having a problem getting training, right? Um that's not often how they word it, right? Uh, there's lots of reasons that they give for, right? They really, really want it, but, right? Um, so, uh, you know, things are what they are. Uh, I've had everything from constructive, um, uh, you know, I, I give some constructive feedback or some helpful suggestions or whatever. Some people take it, uh, and other people have flipped it to uh, just – insane uh realms right um uh here's here's a for instance right um quick story had a guy email me one time right again right uh promises of being the best student i've ever had uh really wants uh to be you know uh, to learn ninja to really wants to be a black belt teacher whatever but see here's the problem right uh, i have no money i can barely feed my family um 
the list goes on, right? And so what I said was, um, it sounds like we need to get a handle on taking care of the basic necessities before we can take a look at, you know, affording or jumping into or allotting more time or whatever to, um, you know, some other endeavor, no matter how great that thing would be, right? If your family's, you know, almost homeless and or nearly starving and whatever, perhaps we need to start there. And what I got back was a flaming email uh, that basically said that I said that he was a loser and couldn't take care of his family and all those kind of things um, when that's not what I said. What I suggested was that we begin before self-defense training, right? Because if you're operating in survival mode, how the hell can you even think about anything else, right? What what he was doing, what a lot of people do, right, is here's the problem as they see it, right? And so what they really want me to do is give them, well, more free training than I already have out circulating around, right? Take him on as a personal student and uh, there's no exchange of value in the process, right? I'm just supposed to do it, right? Um I have done that, but there's more to it than just a promise on the other person's side, right? Um, but I think that anybody that is, uh, all my mentors, same thing, right? Uh, money may not pass hands, <laughs> but I have a lot of responsibility and a lot of work to do, right? And there are no excuses, but that's the kind of people that I tend to gravitate towards. So anyway, I said this before the little introduction kind of thing. So I'll say it again, just in case you're jumping on late, right? If you're having a problem getting training, right? Um, there's probably a lot of other things. I, I, I took some notes here. So if you see me looking down, uh, I took some notes because I didn't want to forget certain things, right? Um, if you're having a problem getting training, there's probably a lot of other things you're not getting that you really want as well, okay? Um, so this is really about problem solving, right, more than it is about getting training, because the problem, right, again, I put a lot of things in quotes. If you, if you saw the titles, right, there's things in quotes, right? It's easy to think that the problem is that we're not getting training, but is that really the problem? Right. The question should be. Why? Excuse me. What's getting in the way? Right. What am I lacking or missing? See, people like to lead with those. Right. Here's the reason I can't. Right. Well, if you have the reasons why you can't, then it. Logic dictates. If one's a logical thinker, logic dictates that if I solve those that or those problems, then I should have no problem getting training, right? Or whatever it is, whatever else it is that I want, right? But what can often happen is we we either we don't we don't know how to think about things, right? Problem solving and decision making skills, or the lack thereof, right, could be at the root of the problem, right? We don't know how to problem solve. 
We don't know how to identify the true problem that's actually getting in the way as opposed to just looking at, oh, I want that thing, but I can't. Okay. Um, a big thing that can often happen, and we're just, I was just talking to some students about this um, the other day, right? Um, we'll be going on a trip to Japan, right? As a matter of fact, we're going to do one uh, early spring of 2023 now that things are opening up. Um, or you know, seminars coming up, whatever, right? And But it's months or almost a year away or whatever this thing is, right? And a person will just make a blanket statement. Oh, I, I can't do that. Why not? Well, I, I don't have the time off work. I don't have enough money. I don't. Wh- okay. So those things will still be true weeks, months, or years from now. Right? I understand now. Okay. So we're not leaving today, right? You don't need to make, you don't need to get this thing today, right? So we've got time. We've got time to work on it. We've got time to fix it. We've got things to get. We have time to get things in place. But we're going to make a blanket statement, as though the current conditions are are universal. They're global. Okay. If we think back over our lives, right? Are we in the same condition now than we were that we were? Um, I'm going to make a guesstimation here that most people are over the age of I don't know ten. Right. Um, is your condition today the same as it was 20 years ago or 10 years ago or five years ago? Probably not. Right. Do you make more money? Do you make less money? Do you, things have changed. Right. You're a different age. Health is different. Whatever. Right. Nothing's the same. I mean, if, if, if we were going to if that logic were true, then we would still be making the same decisions or we would our, our life and our experience would still be the same as it was when we were nine or three, or two, or that would still be, you know, nursing on mom kind of thing, right? Um, so th- there's this weird kind of thing going on, and it's not, it's not, hmm, I don't know what it's not. Um, there's too many things racing through my head at the moment. Anyway, so what I'm going to do is, is we're going we're gonna to take a little trip uh, it's going to be a free lesson, like it always is, right? Um, but instead of me talking or instead of me lecturing or however people might take this, right, what we're going to do is we're going to do a class as though you were one of my students in one of these uh, classes. But instead of doing Ichimonji and Chumonji and that kind of thing, that kind of problem solving, right, um, we're going to, of course, the main theme for this one is getting, in getting training, right? Uh, but the, the framework that I'm going to give you, there's two frameworks. They give you a negative framework. I'm going to give you a positive framework, right? Um, there's also a framework that I'm going to borrow from the life purpose discovery process, right? Uh, exercise three for those of you who have gone through it. Um, and I've already alluded to it, but we'll, we'll just keep going, right? <clears throat> and these, these frameworks, these aren't things that I made up, right? These things directly off the Mikio Mandala, which means that they are at best, or at least, right, uh, 12 to 1600 years old and have been working again and again and again and again, right? Enlightened logic, wisdom, whatever you want to call it, okay? 
Um, so we cannot like it, right? Uh, we can be tested. We can hate the messenger. Uh, but it doesn't make it not true. Okay. Um, the, as much, speaking of Mikio, right, uh, in the 18 preparatory steps, which is phase one, right, there's nine developmental levels in Mikio, right? Uh, what did I say? Nine, there's four developmental levels. Sorry. Um, there's nine levels in the Goma. So there's uh, four developmental levels, right? The first one is preparatory practices, and then depending on whether you're doing Shingon or Tendai or whatever, right, you'll go through one of the mandala, Taizokai, Gongokai, and then the third phase is going through the other one, right, to kind of round out the lessons. So the first one you get is your primary framework. So in Shingon, it's the Kongokai. Um, one of the reasons why I use it a lot, even though I'm a Tendai uh, lay teacher, um, in Tendai, it's the Taizokai. But either way, 80, 90% of your, of your training goes on in that one. And then the, the other mandala uh, kind of rounds things out so that we can go from microcosm to macrocosm or macrocosm to microcosm, little picture to big picture, big picture, to little picture, whatever, right? Uh, and then the fourth level is the goma, which is just generally, uh, not generally, it's uh, about burning away smaller and smaller residual things that are getting in the way, right? And the fire is symbolic of burning things away, right? Getting rid of them permanently, right? Um, and there's nine levels there. So, but anyway, in the 18 preparatory steps, there is this one um, practice where uh, you reach into this dish and you get a pinch of uh, powdered incense, right? It smells really good. I mean, really, really intense and things like that, but it's not about smelling, right? Not, not for the most part, right? So you take this pinch between your index finger and your thumb, and then you lay it on uh, the palm of your hand, right? Part of it, most of it gets on the palm of your hand. But before you do that, before you lay it on the palm of your hand, right, you put, the, put this small dab on your tongue and you taste it, mm -hmm. right? And while you're doing that, you uh, say in your mind, this is the taste of truth. Um, I don't care how nice incense smells, okay, on your tongue, it's bitter. And that's the point, right? Truth is bitter, right? It's not about liking it, okay? Truth is truth, right? But then the, the stuff that goes on to your uh, palm of your hand, right, then you rub it and then you rub it on the four points. Um, and, you know, it's a – we're not diving into a Mikio thing here at the moment, but um, – you put it on, right? I mean, it makes you smell better. If you think about ancient India, they didn't have uh, what we consider to be deodorant and antiperspirant and stuff like that, right? So incense and uh, oils and things like that were rubbed on people because that was the natural or that was the perfume. That was the counter to your funk, right? Your B.O., right? So, so um, just because everybody got used to it because everybody stinks doesn't mean that, uh, and, and part of enlightenment is being mindful of things and being able to create solutions for things that most people either have no clue about, ignore because it's just every day, or accept that, well, there's just nothing you can do about it, right? Which is a defeatist point, point of view, right? Um, a, maha, a mahasattva, right? An, um, a higher being, a superior being, whatever, right? 
um, thinks about and takes care of things that most people don't know about. So that's ignorance, right? Uh, don't know about. So that's one level of ignorance. Can't, right? So that's a lack of knowledge, right? Another type of ignorance, right? Um, are averse to, right? So that's anger, hatred, right? Um, or don't want to, right? So, you know, or they, they're so busy running around doing other things that it's just not a priority, right? So anyway, uh, but truth is truth, right? You don't have to like it, right? There's a big movement today to make everything and everybody else feel good, right? Because, well, you know, it's not nice to feel bad. Well, no shit, right? But that's what makes you go run and try to solve the problem so that you're not bathing in shit all day long, right? So, um, but there's this expectation now that it's everybody else's responsibility to remove all the hardship so that I can pretend that um, I'm perfect and uh, I don't ever have to worry about feeling uncomfortable or whatever. And the entire world will just do whatever I want, right? Well, from a warrior's perspective, kiss my ass. That's not the way things work, okay? So um, anyway, all right. So uh, if you have a piece of paper handy, uh, if you're listening to this, later, right, in my future, and you're listening to the recording, then feel free to pause the recording uh, and carry out the following instructions. Unless, here's the caveat, right, unless you're driving, don't do that. Okay, so when it's safe and, and you can do this, right, grab a piece of paper. Uh, if you're one of my students and you have access to that Kai worksheet that has the five circles in uh, laid out like a Roman cross, uh, then, uh, then you... Uh, can grab that, download it, print it if you can, whatever. Do I have a piece of paper here? Do you do pen? I'm going to do a quick drawing here. I don't have, do I have a piece of blank paper? I have way too much stuff on my desk, but I'm working on it all, so it doesn't really matter. All right, you have to, you have to ignore the, um, the text on here. And again, this is for the folks that are uh, on video. So uh, just in case my words are not translatable into English, right? Um, you want a piece of paper with, don't worry about the words, okay? Five circles laid out in a Roman cross, okay? Just like that, okay? So you may need a couple of them, but uh, I don't care how big or small you make them as long as you can write near them and be able to read your own writing later, okay? So first thing we're going to do is we're going to go around the mandala uh, and take a look at logical reasons why you're not training, Okay, because and what what you should notice when I'm finished with all this is that I'm I will not have mentioned 99.8 percent of the excuses or reasons that people give me for why they can't train. Okay, so um, and I did I did um, I, I think I was pretty clear earlier, right? This may sting a little bit. Okay, um, I'm not calling anybody out. Right, if you see yourself in one of these things. You decide to blame me because I called you something. I didn't call you anything. I don't even know who's on. I didn't even ask James yet who's on. Okay? So if one of these punches you in the face or stings a little bit or whatever, that's not my fault. Okay? It's my fault for reading them. It's my fault for expressing them and pulling them off of this 1,600-year-old graphic that is backed up 
by 3,000 plus years of uh, thousands of years uh, worth of knowledge and wisdom that people have proven and tried to prove wrong. Um, and it's still alive and kicking. Right. Uh, also, let me say that these teachings have nothing to do with belief. This is not something you believe in or not believe in. Right. This is these are teachings that are passed on. Uh, to give a student something to ponder and work through and try to disprove and all that kind of stuff. So basically what you're doing is rediscovering things. Okay. So um, I'm going to give you six things, but one space on the mandala is going to be doubled up. Okay. Uh, there's lots of ways to look at these things. Most of you know the five elements when we're exploring these uh, these realms and things like that, whether you like them for training or you don't, I don't care. Um, but most people learn them in a positive context. Like here's an emotional response mode or here's a way of classifying things as we're working on enlightenment. Okay, But all of the elements also have a negative aspect as well. Okay, um, And if you don't know where you are, you can't get where you think you want to go. Okay. All right. So first thing we're going to do is take a look at logical reasons why somebody's not training, not getting training, just not training. OK, we're going to look at that first and then we'll take a look at um, two ways. Right. Um, forgetting the training. But again, the theme is on training and getting training. But I'm here to tell you that the problem is not in getting training. Because once I give you these frameworks, it's going to work for anything of significance that you want. Okay. So not a peanut butter sandwich. Okay. Although if you have a problem getting a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, then um, I can't help because <laughs> it doesn't get more easy or more simple than that. And if you live someplace like in Australia, then I don't know, replace it with something else, right? Vegemite, replace it with, you're here in the UK, whatever, right? You get the gist. Okay. All right. So logical reasons why you're not training. Uh, and we're not even going to identify those circles with the five elements that, that they uh, represent because that's just going to be distracting. So I don't care where you start and where you put the stuff. Okay. Earlier, I thought about identifying these. You know what? doesn't matter. Okay. So, again, I'm just going down through the notes as they popped off in my head, and uh, we'll, we'll just go from there. Right. So logical reason why you're not training. Number one, you're already where you want to be or you think you are. Okay. Um, <laughs> how does, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to throw some other stories in here as we go, right? I remember one year um, I was uh, training with, one, with a teacher, and uh, one of his senior students did a breakout session, right? And I think we were working on, like, I don't know, increasing power and punching or something like that, right? If, if memory serves me correctly, right? And um, somebody asked a question that was really relevant to, well, do I have to do this stuff? Or, um, no, that wasn't it. He asked a question based on that's not the way his teacher taught it. Or um, that's his teacher teaches a different way, whatever, right? Anyway, so uh, he said, has a... The, the guy teaching the, the breakout session was really high level black belt. He said, so what does that have to do with whether or not 
you're going to work with this to get the lesson, to develop the skill set. It's not about the lesson. It's about the skill set, right? So are you not going to do it because the other guy's not teaching it? Are you going to take it in and just kind of nod, right? And then just forget it in five minutes, right? Um, or do you think that you already know everything, right? You're just showing up for training so that you have bragging rights later or so that you, uh, whatever, right? So you, um, can sound like you know what you're talking about so that you validate your experience, right? Because the goal was to train not to own skills. Some people get addicted to training. Some people get addicted to, to, to the learning process, but there's no rhyme or reason. Like, why the hell are you learning that? Uh, to know it. What are you going to use it for? Crickets, right? Uh, okay. So it's somehow this, this conversation steered around to a student believing that they were as good as or better than their teacher. And what he said was, and every once in a while, a lesson comes along that you just can't, like, forget no matter how much you try. Right. So what he said was, if you are as good as almost as good as or better than your teacher, then you have one of two problems. OK, either you're not and you're deluding yourself. Right. Or you are. And. You need a different teacher. Well, either, in either case, you need a different teacher. OK, because if you're not as good as you are, but you believe that you are. Right. Then your teacher's not challenging you. They're not holding you accountable. They're not telling you when you're wrong. Right. They're patronizing you. Here's some more rank. That'll make you feel good about yourself. Right. Or you are as good as your teacher or close or better, in which case your teacher cannot challenge you. You need a different teacher. Right. The training process is painful. Anything is painful. Going to the gym and working out. People tend to work. I don't care if it's working out the gym, relationships, job, whatever. People tend to work at the minimum viable level to maintain and sustain, not to grow. Growth involves pain and discomfort. If we're not constantly pushing ourselves, like at the gym, right? Well, I do three sets of uh, 10 at this weight, and that's my workout with everything else, right? Um, can you do more than three sets of 10? Okay. Because what I was taught to do was max out on the first set. The goal for the second set is 80% of the first set, right, which should max me out. If I can hit 10, then the weight needs to go up next time, right? And the third set should be 80% of the second set, right? Because if I train to muscle exhaustion, then my body has a reason to grow bigger muscles in those areas to do more. And I'll eventually find out where I max out because of build and genetics and those kind of things, right? But people don't do that. They have a workout routine. They go to the gym. They work out. They feel good about the fact that they worked out, but then they can't understand why they hit a plateau, because you're not doing anything more than the minimum viable kind of thing, right? So 
anyway, um, so the first reason, right, and this is a God realm kind of thing, um, uh, you're already where you want to be or you think you are, okay? Um, second reason, again, these are arbitrary. I put them in, and I didn't put them in an order. They just fell out of my brain that way, right? Second logical reason why you're not training is you don't really want to, okay? Or you don't want to as much as you say you do, right? And what that really means is this is a really interesting subject, and it's great to talk about, and I'll watch videos, or I'll read books, or I'll ponder things, or whatever, but I don't have an imperative reason to get my shit together and get this stuff really, really fast, right? Most of you know my backstory. Okay. When I was looking for martial arts training, this and a bunch of other things, right? I had, I had a burning desire, hunger, whatever you want to call it, right? There was a terrified young boy in my past shoving me forward to get the things I needed to get because I never, ever, 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 ever wanted to live like that again, right? And then, of course, that moved me out into the world. And I got a chance to see how many different faces the monsters really have, right? Which then, right, then, and I'm still training, right? Um, why am I still training, right? I've got this rank. I've got all this stuff. Why am I still training, right? Well, I'm still training because um, the problems are different, right? In my world now, um, you know, I've come to a point where I've got these skill sets and whatnot, so... As far as physical things go, um, you know, I can handle unarmed, I would say three attackers, right? Armed, depend on the, depending on the weapon, one, maybe two, right? After that, right, uh, I'm using escape skills and all that kind of stuff, right? There's no Chuck Norris fantasy going on inside my head, right? But at my point, at, at this point in my training, right, I'm looking at, what one of my teachers used to call the dragons of ignorance and desire, right? The shit that'll sneak up and bite you that come from the social side of things, right? You know, the dra the dragons and the monsters disguised as nice people who speak well and eloquently, right? But are really pulling you along by your nose hairs, that kind of thing, right? And can completely undermine everything for you. And you'll go along happily with a smile because they sound nice, right? Um, but, for a lot of people, right, they don't really want to train as, as they don't have this, this, all this burning desire, right? Uh, and then once I became an instructor, right, and decided I was going to be an instructor, trading in that, that police officer's uniform for a martial arts instructor, or a martial arts uniform, um, then I had this burning need to get it right because my moral and ethical code um, is such that I would feel like shit if I taught people something um, from an egocentric standpoint, and then they got hurt when they tried to use it because I didn't teach it correctly. Okay. So anyway, that's number two. Number three, okay, logical reason you're not training is it's not part of a grander vision. Okay, I just mentioned that, right? Not part of a grander vision for yourself. How does this fit in to you producing the kind of results you want to produce? Okay, quick story, and it just happened today. I got a friend request from another one of these yahoos that supposedly has the grand uh, scrolls from some historical lineage. And the problem with the Bujinkan today is it's teaching uh, modern uh, self-defense, which I would argue modern self-defense. I'm not against it. OK, I'm just talking about the 
focal point for a lot of people, right? Modern self-defense, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff, right? And it's not traditional. And like half my brain wants to just reach out and grab this guy by the throat and go, um, what century do we live in? Where do we live in? What kind of people or what kind of weapons do people carry? Those kind of things, right? So I'm all about learning from traditional things, right? As long as we can apply them today. What would that look like today? I mean, hell, we just spent a weekend, a couple of weekends ago uh, for fall camp. Didn't we just do that, right? Looking at what the Ninja Hachimon, a lot of those skills would look like today, right? But it's not part of a grander vision, right? What do you want to be able to do with this, okay? Part of my grander vision when when I was well, when I was getting starting starting out was to be able to handle the kind of violence that came at me in my early days. But then I was a police officer, and then I realized shit. They they just taught me enough so that the government or the agency or whatever that I was working for um, had their asses covered, right? Um, it wasn't for me. If it was for me, we'd have done more than an afternoon of training. Uh, on six techniques, and I wouldn't have been a graduate of Thursday's class at three o'clock, right? There would have been a whole lot more involved in what was going on and and when the training, right? So part of the training, the grand, not just the grander vision, but the how's this fit in? Well, I don't, I don't want to die on the job. How about that, right? Um, and I want to be able to protect other people and and those kind of things, right? And th- it wasn't just a nice idea. It wasn't a warrior fantasy. Right. These were important things. This was a piece of. And then the more I learned about different aspects of the art, I'm like, holy shit, I can use that over here. Use that over here. And maybe it's not the grand vision, but because so many people tend to focus on and you'll have to decide whether this is you or not, because so many t- people tend to focus on the the unarmed combat stuff or even some of the armed combat stuff or whatever. Right. Um. And they don't live in a violent area. They're not surrounded by violence. They don't, they're not a cop. They're not military. They're not, you know, uh, high end, uh, security, nothing like that, right? They don't see how that fits, right? But they focus so much on that, right? And then they call it nijutsu, right? They call one small aspect. Now there's a lot to it, but they call one small aspect of this thing. Right? They call Budo Taijutsu or Nippo Taijutsu. They call it Ninjutsu. Not true. Right? You can call a dog an amoeba all you want, but it doesn't make it an amoeba. Right? So calling something something doesn't make it so. Right? No matter how many people do it. Right? I know it's going to make me unfashionable in certain areas too. I can't wait for the hate mail, right? Or the comments. Broad shoulders. See, they're so broad that you know. <laughs> I can't remember how they got torn. Anyway, so, um, number four, fear. Okay. A logical reason why somebody's not getting training? Fear. Okay. They fear that they're not good enough. They could fear judgment from the teacher, from other students, right? Uh, they either have a highly polished ego, right? Or a narcissistic, their narcissistic side, we all have it, don't freak out, right? Um, is uber grand, right? And they can talk like they know what they're doing, 
or they can describe things well or whatever, but when it actually comes to the rubber meeting the road, so to speak, right, they can't make a mistake in front of other people because that would pierce the veil of perfection, right? Either way, judgment, right? Uh, fear of doing what has to be done to get it. Everybody wants the training until they find out how much work they have to do to get it, right? They want the results. I have a mentor that says this all the time, too. People want the results. They don't want to have to go through the process to get there, though. If they could shortcut it, oh, dude, sign me up, right? That's why some of these things are so popular online. They used to be in the back of Black Belt Magazine. I don't know if they are anymore. I haven't looked at Black Belt Magazine probably in the last five years. Um, but these people that advertise, right, they create an association, and you tell them what kind of training you've done, and they'll give you an honorary whatever Black Belt level you want with a card, with a certificate, and all that. and Fantastic. There you go. They make a lot of money, right? Well, you might say that, well, they're scamming people. You can't scam an honest person. Con men all know this. You can't con an honest person. Cons work because the mark, the target, wants something for little or nothing compared to the outcome. You can't con an honest person. Right? <laughs> because something's not right. Sounds too good to be true. Okay? But anyway, right? So, but fear is a huge thing, right? Um, sometimes the fear is in, um, I don't know, telling honey, hey, I'm going to do this thing. Right? I fear the wrath of the other ring bearer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Anyway, right? I'm not saying you'd be an ass, right? It's not about being an ass, right? But we do have to face our own demons. Okay? So, um, number five, not willing to sacrifice. Not willing to do what needs to be done, which may mean that I need to stop doing these other things that are time sucks, money sucks, attention sucks, whatever they are, right? Um, or I need to postpone temporary gratification for this thing, right, that will provide so much more. Uh, kind of reminds me of a Jimmy Buffett song. You might know Jimmy Buffett, right, Margaritaville and some of these other songs, right? Jimmy Buffett has a song called A Permanent Reminder of a Temporary Situation. Or, I'm sorry, A Permanent Reminder of a Temporary Feeling. You know, like tattoos. Um, in the song, he mentions kids, all kinds of things. So it's not knocking kids or people that have them or whatever, right? But um, lots of people are running around with a tattoo of somebody else's name on it or somebody else's name, but they're married to somebody that's not named Bob or not named Charlene or whatever, right? Um, or, you know, they got Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes pissing on something or whatever, right? And now they're trying to get a job or trying to move into a vocation, but, oh, not only do they have it, they have it in a place that's not easily uh, hideable, right? So that kind of thing, right? Um, if we're not able to get certain things, right, um, our life is a reflection. Our life in any given moment is a reflection of the decisions and actions and all that that built it, right? It didn't just like we didn't just get tossed into a freaking gerbil cage, 
right? Oh shit, we got the the torn up paper instead of the good uh, cedar shavings. Really? No. Okay, that's not the way it works. Okay, so again, acceptance of responsibility and those kind of things, right? But people uh, often they're just not willing to to sacrifice this or that, right? Um, uh, in the in the uh, financial realm, right? I know everybody's been taught to hate the rich people and stuff, but there's a huge difference between rich people and wealthy people. Okay, all wealthy people know this. Okay, rich people make a lot of money and then buy cars and watches and uh, go on big ass vacations and all that kind of stuff, right? And it's not that these things are bad in and of themselves, but it's it's a big show. Look what I can afford. Wealthy people often have under-furnished homes. Um, you know, Warren Buffett. <laughs> Warren, Buff- Warren Buffett drives a used car. Most people don't know that, right? Still lives in the same, what is it, a two- or three-bedroom house that he bought in 1949, right? Not in a big friggin', you know, mansion or anything like that, right? Um, but wealthy people make their money work for them, right, more and more. So they're not going out and buying things. That will devalue over time, like that watch, that car, whatever, right? They invest their money in things that will return, have a bigger return on the investment, right? Um, one of the sayings is, how do I make my dollar? Make babies, right? So, um, but that requires a lot of sacrifice. That requires not doing things that, you know, everybody else is doing, partying on Friday night, taking the weekend off, all that kind of stuff, right? Well, I see him out playing golf all the time instead of working. Really? What if the golf course was the business venue and the people they're playing golf with are all networking and uh, discussing future projects or working together or whatever? And they're killing two birds with one stone, which is called leverage, right? Time management's different in their world, right? They're not managing the same amount of time. They're levering time. So if I can release some pressure, get some exercise, uh, decompress, and chat with some folks that we might be able to do business together all in the same hour or five, that's, that's good time management, right? Instead of lamenting that I don't have enough time in my day, Okay. Uh, number six is actually, uh, it belongs in one of the other realms as well. Um, let's see. Well, you know what? I'll tell you where that one belongs too, right? Uh, number six is you don't know how or where to get it, right? Somebody's not getting the training. They don't know how and they don't know where. And in the age of the internet, I don't know how it's possible. We're all walking around with one of these things, right? Most of, most of us. In today's world, now I can't live with it without it either, but it's not so I can scroll TikTok and, and waste my day um, getting sucked into social media. If I'm on social media, it's posting things for students, right? But you are holding in the palm of your hand a supercomputer that has, <laughs> what, 10,000 times more power than what landed uh, capsules on the moon, than sent the astronauts to the moon or to circle the earth or whatever, right? I mean, there's no, there's nothing you can't find. What you may have to do is have better discerning skills to figure out, you know, what is right and what's not right. But 
shit, there's nothing you can't find. Okay. So, uh, but anyway, that's, that's a place to start, right? Um, please notice that, you know what, let me go back through because some of you want to put things in, in right places or whatever, right? Um, the center circle is void. Um, and I'm not, I'm not going to tell you where the other ones are because it doesn't matter. One is earth, water, fire, wind. That's the other four. I don't care where you put them. Okay. The center one is void, right? Void is either ignorance or it's enlightenment. Okay. So, uh, let's see. You're already where you want to be or think you are. That's God realm, right? So that's, that's one of the outer ones. Uh, you don't really want it or as much as you say you do. It's an interesting subject, right? So it's just a, it's just a thing that you're doing among a bunch of other things, right? Other things have priority. That's kind of a win thing. Um, it's not part of a grander vision for yourself. Um, uh, that, uh, is an ignorance thing, right? That just, it's not, it's not part of anything. It's disconnect. So that goes into void. Um, the center. Fear, not good enough. That's a fire thing. Uh, not willing to sacrifice, not sacrifice is win, uh, is, uh, win. Sorry. Not willing to sacrifice. You don't really want to, you're not where you, you're already where you want to be. Oh, that's godlike. So that's earth. Don't really want it. Da, 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 da. That's, what is that one? You don't really want it. Uh, well, that's void. Yeah, that's center. Um, and then you don't know how or where to get it. That's negative water, right? So that's, um, it's a lack of knowledge. It's a lack of wherewithal. Anyway, so notice I didn't mention I don't have time. Uh, I don't have money. I don't have, and the reason for that is the problem is not in getting the training. Okay. Just like I held, I held up the cell phone, right? There's nothing you can't not learn about. For free, for paid, whatever, in the palm of your hand. So getting training is not a problem, right? Doing what's necessary to get the training might be a problem. Not being able to manage time or having so much stuff going on that, you know, so a lack of prioritization or it doesn't fit into a grander vision. So therefore, it's not a priority, right? And other things have been allowed to seep or leach in, right? Uh, not having enough money. Well, that's a condition of employment or uh, re revenue generation, income generation, right? Um, shit, if you can go around on the Internet and fill out surveys and they'll pay you for it, then I don't see where money's a problem, right? Um, it's, just, it's something that needs to be figured out. So... Uh, the reason that the word problem in the title has double quotes on it, the problem of getting training, is that getting training is not a problem, right? We have to identify what the problem is or the, what the problems are. It might be multiple things, okay? So uh, we'll go around the mandala again, but what I want to do, and I know I've brought this up before, uh, part of the background noise, uh, I brought this up before in other episodes, but... Um, it's actually an exercise that we have in our uh, life purpose discovery process, right? What we do in the very beginning of the process is we identify, like if we could wave a magic wand and, and create our perfect life, right? Exercise one is what would not be a part of it. Exercise two is what would absolutely be a part of it. Uh, no questions asked, okay? 
And while in the personal development realm, people go through stuff like this all the time. Like I, I know there's probably people that are that'll listen to this. They're either doing it in real time right now or later on while they're listening to or watching the recording, right? They're nodding. Well, I know. I know what those things are. Well, great, right? Are you doing them? Or are you making sure they're not impeding? Because knowing something and uh, and executing on that knowledge to produce results in your life are two completely different things. Two completely different things. Right? So, uh, but either way, right, through those two things, what we, we, we come up with, I don't know, three to five or six really clear kind of things, right, that are these things must be a part of my perfect life. And if you don't think that they'd work, um, that's how I got my wife. After going through many other candidates um, during three years of a divorce. Of course, I took... Mm, Two, almost two and a half years off. No relationship. Okay? Focusing on me, growth, that kind of stuff, right? And then when I decided, I might like some female energy. And she throws that up in my face a lot, right? She'll be crazy or goofy or whatever. And I'll look at her with this little weird look that I have, apparently. And she'll go, ah, you said you wanted female energy. How's you doing with it? Right? But anyway. So, um, but, uh, when I went into it really, really clear, right, um, these were things that since I developed them and I, and I had them, right, these are things that had to be a part of my perfect life. Everything else in life is subjective. It's all, it's all negotiable. I'm good with that, right? These are all big picture kind of things that have to do with, with uh, being me being free to be authentic uh, and honest and things, uh, me uh, being free to have access uh, to my teachers. Uh, being in mutually uh, beneficial relationships, not one-sided relationships, that kind of stuff, right? Um, once I had those, then I could use that as a litmus test, you know? Now I had something other than, like, tell me about yourself. Well, like, I work here, and this is my job, and I have, like, this, and my mom and dad. Do. Um, as a matter of fact, when things steered in that direction, I would tell the person to stop and say, and what I would say is, um, you, you seem like you're more intelligent than that. Um, there's got to be other things that we can talk about because I'm not on our first or second date completing the pre-marriage application. I'm not doing it. Okay. Really threw people off. Okay. Cause they didn't know what else to talk about. Cause like, isn't that what you do? Really? Okay. Tell me one of the coolest things that's ever happened to you. Okay. Tell me about one of the worst things that ever happened to you. Okay. What'd you learn from that? That kind of, that, that kind of thing, right? Tell me some crazy stuff, you know, that kind of stuff, right? I, I want to know more about your personality than I want to know about your job, right? But, you know, tell me, some, tell me about yourself. Well, uh, I'm really big into growth and, uh, I have a hard, fast kind of thing that, like most things in my life, and th this is literally what I would say, most things in my life are negotiable, right? D don't look for a hard, fast kind of thing like where you want to eat tonight. Pick someplace. I'll find it on the menu. I'll find something on the menu. I'm good. Right? Big picture global things where my life's going. Okay. That's where my head is. Right? Um, and don't mess with that stuff. Okay? 
Well, give me a for instance. Well, I can give you six for instances. Okay? I have to be free to be my authentic self, right? Sometimes I'm funny and humorous and sometimes whatever, right? Uh, one of the big things is I'm a big truth kind of person. Don't ask me anything that you don't really want, that really don't want the answer to. Okay? Um, uh, I had to be free to, I, I train. This is not something I do, right? This is so much a part of who I am that I'm not, not gonna do it. Okay? This is not like you, you married me and now you don't like the hot Camaro that I had that attracted you to me, but now you don't want me, that hot Camaro attracting other girls. So you want me to sell the hot Camaro. Okay? Um, not the same. This is a part of who I am. Okay? Um, that kind of stuff, right? And so uh, I got all kinds of um, responses to that. Everything from, well, I don't think I've ever thought about myself nearly that much. Right? Wow, you seem like you really know what you want. Um, yeah, that's not okay with me. Wait, being in a mutually beneficial relationship and me being honest is not okay? Well, you just saved both of us a whole lot of time and effort and Frustration. Thank you very much. We can part by, you know, part as friends. I still got dinner. No problem. Okay. That kind of thing. So anyway, so here's the thing, right? Um, and here's an exercise. This is, this is homework. Okay. Uh, you're, you're going to come up with why you're not training or why you can't train or why you can't get trained to the, to the extent that you want. Okay. So. You're going to make a list. Okay. Just start writing stuff down. Right. I don't have enough money. Uh, I don't have enough time. Uh, honey won't let me. Um, whatever. Right. What are some other things? James, fire yourself up there. What are some other things that people toss out at us? Um, uh, oh, yeah. There's no dojo near me. Uh, no teacher. What else? I'll get That's always the <laughs> what? <laughs> the big ones are time, money, honey, and uh, no dojo or teacher. Nobody around, right? I can't travel. Okay. I won't travel. Yeah, see, but that's not what they say. Very <laughs> rarely is somebody that honest where they go, "I'm not traveling." Unless somebody sets up next to me, like right next door or in my house, I'd be great, right? I'm not traveling. Okay. Um, so now that can't and won't thing, James knows this, right? Um, for my staff at my dojo or in any business endeavor I've ever done, uh, or when I was a manager, okay, um, there is a can't and there's a won't. Okay. Like if, if I'm working with somebody, right? I don't care if it's a business partner. I don't care if it's my teenager, whatever, right? There's a can't and there's a won't. Okay. If you can't do something that I need you to do, that's on me. Because that's a training issue. That's an education, a lesson issue, right? Because once I teach you how to do it to a certain standard, now you can do it, right? Tie your shoes, getting dressed, feeding yourself. I mean, that's kids, right? Um, having proper manners, those kind of things, right? Um, on the job, whatever. I mean, and even the phone at the school, right? Here's the script, right? But you're not allowed to answer the phone until we run a couple of things and, right, you can you can do your thing, right? Can'ts on me. Won't, 
is on that person. Can't is easily fixed. You get training. You get education. Won't is easily fixed. There's the damn door. See, most people engage in leadership activities, and I don't care if it's parenting or management or partnerships or whatever, um, like they think there's a third option. And that third option is what bites you in the ass because that lets the other person do whatever the hell they want and trample over you in the process or ignore you or whatever. Because ignoring you is still trampling over you. You're just a foregone conclusion and you're just an object for them to use when they need and otherwise and kiss off. Okay? I know it sounds pretty brutal. I don't care how nice the words are. I don't care how, you know, well, I get some love and affection. Yeah, you get a love and affection for my dog too, but either way, right? Uh, if he tramples over me, it's because he's trying to freaking play or get to something on the other side of the bed and I'm just in the way. But either way, right? So, uh, so, what we need to do with this is, one, we need to be honest about whether or not we want to fix the problem. Okay? So, if we take a piece of paper, and we'll do it the same way we do it in, in, uh, in the exercise three in the life purpose discovery thing, except now it's not about life purpose, it's about solving a given problem. Okay? Because most people are, are focused on the getting of the training. Right? And the other things are used as reasons, excuses, road bumps, walls, impediments, or whatever. Right? What if the problem to be solved were the problems that you keep holding out as shields? Okay? So, take a piece of paper. Right? Now ignore the circle. Well, I'll turn this one around this way. Ignore the words. Okay? You take a piece of paper and just draw a line right down the middle, just a vertical line this way, okay? And you're going to make some big spaces, right? Not, not small like this. You're going to make some big spaces, right? So starting with number one, right? What's reason number one you're not getting training? I'm just going to throw one out there, right? Um, not enough money, okay? Well, I don't know that you're ever going to have enough money because you need to know what you need specifically, right? The number of people that I have attempted to hire to work at the dojo or anything else I've ever done over my life. And one of the questions during the hiring process is, how much do you need to make? How much do you want to make? And 99.8% of the time, what I get back is, well, um, so my bills are this much a month, and if I can have a little bit left over for whatever, mm -hmm. so um, this. That's not what I asked. Didn't ask what it's going to take for you to break even and a little bit to go drinking on Friday night. What do you need to make? What do you want to make so that you can – that covering that stuff is easy – Plus, right, because because my training was so important, I knew how many seminars I was going to go to during a given year, right, uh, rank, what uh, there was a, a yearly dues kind of thing to get uh, a monthly newsletter um, way back in the day, all this kind of stuff, right? I'm going to spend so much on books, right, uh, videos if they come out, whatever, right? And then what I'm going to do is, and then, you know, uh, my wife and I do several uh, 
day trips and or little weekend getaways throughout the year. We do one or two big, um, you know, week, uh, two week, whatever, uh, vacations or whatever. That all, what's that cost? Okay. Uh, let's go back, back to the training, right? Uh, here's the, you know, weapons or training gear or I might need to whatever, right? And when it comes to the training, right, I don't just count up the friggin' people think too big. They think too vaguely, right? They, they still think like teenagers, right? I'm not saying this is you. I'm hoping it's not you, right? Uh, so what they do is they add up what the seminars cost, and they forget airfare or other transportation, hotel accommodations, food, uh, emergency slush fund, whatever, right? Um, like when I go to Japan, right? Oh, it always costs me more than it costs my students, okay? But I'm also training more than my students, but I'm the old guy. Anyway, um, so what's that going to cost, right? So the next time, you know, an employer says, well, what do you need to make? What do you want to make? You have a freaking number, okay? But once most people add that stuff up, right, and they're sitting there, and they're, okay, so there's this, and there's this, and <gasps> God, I'll make anywhere close to that. Okay, so I don't hear a solution yet. That's how much I need. How am I going to make that? Right, well, I work here, and the, like, even if I got four pay raises, that, well, maybe you don't need to work there. What occupations or what jobs? Because some of them you don't need a college degree for. Hell, my sister-in-law, nine months out of a year, stands out on a freaking roadway holding one of those damn poles with the slow and stop thing on it, right? <laughs> Holy shit, she makes a butt-ton of money, right? It's not difficult. You don't need to be a brainiac. You only need to be able to line up the sign, right? Key a microphone to talk to the other guy who's got the other sign down the road, right? And she's making... 25, 35 bucks an hour, something like that, right? Holy shit. Nine months out of the year. Now, they take a percentage out of that and hold it, and she still, I think I think she gets paid like 35, 40, $35 $40 an hour, something like that, right? So then you take away taxes, and then they hold something like 15, 20% out of every paycheck, right, that goes into a fund that allows you to get a paycheck the other three months until stuff starts happening again and you're back out on the road, right? But just like with teachers who, you know, they work nine months out of the year, they're off for three months. I knew lots of teachers that got temporary jobs or did other things to make money on top of the buffer they got for those three months, right? Because they could jack things up a little bit more, right? Now they'd have more, you see... So it's not a matter of I can't. It's a matter of how can I, right? But either way, right, we write that down, okay? So none of the money, right? Actually, what we, what we write down on the left side is I need this much, okay? And then number two, let's say it's time, right? I need this much time, right? It's a four-day weekend because I'm going to a two-day seminar. It's uh, 
Dyson Miller is taking people to Japan. Uh, it's a two week trip. So I need 15 days, right? Even though it's a 13 day trip because I need buffer time on either side, right? Um, and that goes into the money as well, right? Um, uh, I need um, an accommodating partner who won't throw a fit because I'm taking time away from her and the family, right? So, right? I need, so here's what I need. Left, left column is here's what I need. Okay? This is what I don't have. And then on the right hand column, right? Here's why, right? Or you could do it the other way. You could write down not enough money, right? Not enough time. Honey won't let me. Whatever it is, right? And then on the right hand column, that's your problem solving, right? How much do I need? Instead of saying I don't have enough, how much are you short? Unless you know, unless you can, unless you can look at something and go, look, this is how much I had left over after pay, and this is how much I need to be able to do these things. You can't close the gap. It's impossible. And not enough is vague. Well, I just want enough to be. What does that mean? I want somebody to love me. What does that mean? Right? People are too damn vague. Not you people. You're all enlightened. Right? Most people are too vague. Right? Or they're specific in certain areas of the life. Right? They're freaking anal. Right? And in other areas of life, it's like blindfolded, wax on the eyes, you know, a big old freaking, you know, uh, blackout mask on, and they're shooting in the dark. Hoping one day to hit the target. Someday. 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 You might as well say tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. You know about tomorrow, right? Tomorrow's an illusion. Tomorrow never comes. Right? Today's Monday. Tomorrow's Tuesday because we've identified it on the calendar, right? But tomorrow, right? When I wake up tomorrow, it won't be tomorrow. It will be today. Not Monday. It'll be another today. Right? So... We do the same thing. We do the same problem solving for all of the other areas. Not enough time. Okay. Where are my time bandits? What can I drop? What, what am I doing that's just habitual, but it's not serving me? Okay. Time management exercise. Um, that I go through, I probably put myself through it at least once a year, if not more, where uh, for a whole week, at least for two, three days, right? Um, I will, it's like my old police days. From the time I get up to the time I go to bed, I log every minute, including if I go to the bathroom, if I'm making my lunch, eating my whatever, right? Lunch break, call whatever you want, right? If my wife calls, right? Somebody calls, I take this phone call chatting right um and then once i have these things down then i classify them into certain areas right this was management this was uh teaching this was um uh business work or marketing or something like that right um this was uh personal care 
That could be anything from going to the bathroom to eating to whatever, okay? Uh, meditation, whatever. Uh, and these other things are time bandits. And then I add them all up per day, and then I add them up across the week, and I have my 100% of time from awake to sleep, right? And then I know what percentage of time was spent on each in each area. For most people, time bandits. Okay? For me, binge-watching TV, and sometimes I do it. It's a time bandit. Okay? Does that move me forward? No. Does it help me decompress? Yeah. But how many episodes did I need to watch to decompress? How much scrolling did I need to do to decompress? You know, the average person spends 100 hours a month on YouTube or some equivalent, either YouTube or Netflix. What could you do with that 100 hours? Right? But either way, you do the same thing with money. You do the same, right? How can I solve this? Because we're not solving the how to get training problem if we're not solving the impediments to getting trained. What are the problems? Everybody likes to hold the problems out like, see, here's my problem. What are you doing to solve it? I can't solve your time management problem for you. You'll end up resenting me for it. I'm not solving your money problem for it, for you. Not solving your relationship problem for you. Honey won't let me. Then you don't have a mutually beneficial relationship. If honey's allowed to do things that you're not, without asking or whatever, okay? I'm not, I'm not saying you have a bad relationship either, okay? What I am saying is that once you do this exercise, now it comes down to decision-making. You're either going to do these things or you're not. Decision-making and execution. Okay? Some things are going to need to take, some things are going to take more time. Some things are going to be a priority. Some things you're going to have to suck it up, take your testicles off the, off the mantle and put them back on. Yes, ladies, you too. Right? Um, and, do the hard stuff. Trust me, getting the training that I did back in the 80s as a private, getting next to nothing, having a family of four, me, a wife, and two kids, right? Living in West Germany and my teacher was in Ohio. Not easy. Not easy when the ex-wife was spending all kinds of money every day on Diet Pepsi and chips and calling her mom long distance and creating phone bills that <laughs> not easy, not insurmountable. Having to beg and plead for, well, you have to beg and plead, but getting time off, leave time, all that kind of stuff, right? The military doesn't give PTO, right? You have six time, sick time, well, you don't even have six time. I mean, you'll, if you're down and out, go to the barracks, somebody else is going to pull duty, whatever, right? But you owe us when you're when you're well again, right? But you get 30 days of paid vacation per year. That's it. Okay. Two day passes, one day pass, three day passes, four day passes. You don't get more than four days for a pass, right? Um, work it out. Figure it out. Strategic thinking. Okay. 
So I, I know how this sounds like I just don't understand, but that's not the problem. The problem is I do understand. Do I, I do understand. I didn't get here because of who I knew. I ended up in certain teachers' inner circles because I got there, didn't wait for them to come to me, and my work ethic. My work ethic in training is called I did the work. I trained every time they saw me, things were leveled up. I didn't complain about not having training partners. I created training partners, right? That's another one for people. I really want to do this, but this requires other people to work with, and I don't have anybody to work with. Find them. You either have to find a dojo, or you have to, or you have to figure out how to train all the things that um, don't require a partner until you can go to a seminar or whatever. Um, there's certain things. So, and, and here's here's the thing, right? You're always going to have these decisions that have to be made, right? These are things that I have to do to run my life, right? Rent or mortgage, utility, whatever, right? Family, that kind of stuff, right? And there's these things that I want to do, right? But when you realize that this thing over here, the wants, have just as many needs, right? There are certain things that you need to do, you must do, or you won't be doing, where is it? You won't be doing your wants, Right. And your entire life is reconciling these things. They're not going to go away. Right. So. That's all I have to say about that. But that's that exercise. Right. That's your homework. Right. So let's go around the mandala one more time. James, do you have anything to throw on top of that? You were like chuckling and either that or because you. I've heard me say this stuff before, but um, anything you want to throw on top of that? Because getting training has not been easy for you. Um, you live way closer than a lot of people who want to train with me, but you're still how far away? Drive time? Uh, it's a little over an hour. Yeah, one way, plus the yeah. amount of time at the dojo, and he does that twice a week, plus seminars. Plus, he helps me out with Kuden. Plus, he's running the online training side of things. Plus, plus, anyway, did you want anything to throw on top of there? Mm -hmm. No, nothing specific. Okay. So let's run around the mandala again and look at some of those needs. Okay. One, and I'm gonna, to keep this straight in my head because I didn't write these in my notes because I just know them. Right from the earth realm is you have to have a vision um, for your life and, and that kind of stuff and how this fits in. Why would you want to go through all these freaking hardships to get this stuff? I mean, it hurts on top of that, right, um, to get it, right? Why? Why? I don't even care if it's like, well, if I were really honest with myself, I don't feel like they had all that kind of stuff going for me. So if I was a high-ranking ninjutsu uh, practitioner, then people would actually look at me um, like I was somebody. Okay? I don't care if that's the reason. I don't. 
Okay? Takamatsensei, Hatsumi-sensei, right? I can't go back farther than that because I don't know for sure, right? But what I've heard about Takamatsensei, and uh, I know about Hatsumi-sensei, right? Rank and even Soke ships in Takamatsensei's um, uh, realm were handed out to friends who were in a certain status in life, and they were given as a gift to elevate them to a higher status. Honorary black belts in the Bujin Khan, just like honorary PhDs from Yale, right? Celebrities get them all the time, right? Um, I don't care. In Buddhism, there's a saying that um, even a uh, even an egocentric priest, right? One who's teaching, or or they're a priest for egocentric reasons, right? They're not enlightened, right? Um, they're doing it for status and all that kind of stuff, right? Will, given enough time, become enlightened in spite of themselves. I don't care why you're doing it. What matters is that you know why you're doing it and that you know how this will serve you, right? That's from the earth realm, the command realm, the God realm, okay? Having this reason, right? What is the value in the training? If you can't see the value in your life for the training, it's just an interesting hobby. It's just an interesting topic. And I'm not knocking why you might like it or whatever, but I am pointing out a huge reason why things may not be moving as far or as fast. I don't knock people's, you know, Taijutsu online or their training or whatever, right? But I keep seeing people doing practice on videos and those kind of things, right? And I've been watching for the last couple of years. Same techniques come up or long staff or whatever it is. Nothing's changed. So I don't know what the hell they're practicing. Practice staying the same, I guess. Because there's no growth. Okay? How about if we stop practicing and how about if we start studying? How about if we start looking for the problem areas? How about if we start looking for, like, I don't know, where are the mistakes? Well, I know there's lots of mistakes, and I'm I'm working on things. With who? For how long? Where's your list? What are you working on this week? See, vagueness begets vagueness. Right? And we're either stroking ego or something else, or we are moving forward through all the resistance, right? So uh, we need that, right? We need to know what we need to know. I just alluded to that, right? So the water realm is the realm of that which is to be known, right? What do we need to work on? What do, you need, what do we need to do first, next, whatever? You need a, you need a guide for that, right? How do you know you're doing it right? Huh? You do what everybody else does, right? Make up your own ninjutsu federation and make up your shit and throw it all together and call it whatever. Okay? Again, just because you call something something doesn't make it so. Huh? But you're doing something, so whatever, right? Um, but what do you need to know? What do you need to know about it? What is it that you don't know about it that you should? Right? What's not evident? I mean, if we're talking about ninjutsu, shit, the rule in ninjutsu is ninjutsu, 
anything you're doing in the context of Nijitsu is never what it looks like. So if you're doing things based on what they look like, you're already missing the mark by a mile or a hundred. Right? So what's going on that you don't know is going on? Right? If the stuff that you think you already have down, what's the next step for this? Because there is no end. We're on a path. Right? Destination is death. Okay? So it's a journey. Right? There is no destination. The destination is you'll die before you learn all this stuff. But how much can you uncover? Right? So the water realm is that which that which is to be known, what that knowledge, right? What do I need to know? Right? Um, fire realm, okay, is expression. Okay. This this is the reflection of the what do I need to know, right? Um uh, well, I, this could go in multiple and this is the problem with having a multiplistic brain that sees multiple avenues, right? Let's just pick one, right? Um, what questions do you need to ask? Right? Where do you need to direct your energy? Because fire is also about direct committed action, right? Not all accomplishing action, just direct commitment, right? Um, so I, we all have limited resources. We have limited time. We have limited uh, money. We have, no matter how much or how little we have, right? We all have a finite amount of time, effort, energy, time away from family, whatever, right? Okay. What can I do to get the greatest return in exchange for those things? Somebody has my dog going crazy upstairs. Anyway, right? The wind realm is, it's sacrifice. What do I need to give up? to get what I need or what do I need to be working on right now. Okay? It's the execution. It's the practice. It's the doing of the do. It's action. Okay? So on one realm, it's one, one side of sacrifice. What do I need to give up so I can take those resources and move them into the fire realm so I can allocate them, right? Um, but it's execution. Sorry, binge watching YouTube videos is not execution unless you're watching a series of the same technique taking a bunch of notes and you're going to go and practice those things but just binge watching it right um i think i posted was it last week or the week before that i shared a, a little meme uh that was like um uh you know the number of videos you have saved but haven't done anything with kind of thing, right? Oh, people love hitting that save button. I have some, right? They're tucked away and I have, but I have categories, right? I have business, I have marketing, I have personal, I have Bujinkan, I have super success, which is a whole different realm of things. Uh, I have one for um, uh, writing. Uh, well, I can bring these things up, right? But that's, it's just like my bookmarks, right? A lot of people save things to bookmarks and then <laughs> never do anything with it again, right? These are the first places I go when I'm doing research on things, right? Because it's, it's, it's there, right? Um, 
or I'll mark it down in a in a, a note thing or whatever that on my Sunday afternoons that I have a block of time uh, for, you know, adding to knowledge, right? Just like my my membership to Omni Tukage, uh, Kasem Zaguri's uh, site, right? I'm not binge watching all that stuff, right? When I'm putting together things or I'm looking for something for me to train or whatever, I'll pick a topic and go in and use the search bar, right? This particular technique, this particular uh, lineage, whatever, right? Pops it up, I'll watch that, take some notes, right? Go do my thing. I might even leave it if I need to come back and keep watching or whatever, right? But it's a part of the research, right? But it's all about execution, right? Knowledge without execution is pointless. It's just sucking up brain, taking up brain, brain space. Execution without plan is just, it's like a freaking gerbil on a wheel. Running its ass off, but it's not going anywhere. But at least it got some exercise, right? Um, and then uh, void is the thinking and communicating. So right there, that would be like reviewing, right? Where am I in the process, right? What have I done up to this point? What's pretty solid? I'm okay with that. What needs some work? What do I have questions about, you know, that could be better? And what don't I know anything about? I mean, I have to know that it exists, right? Um, and a big thing in the void realm, too, is um, what am I running from? What are the things that I have to do that's a part of this art or a part of the training or part of development or whatever that I absolutely am terrified of, um, hate, detest, whatever. I'm afraid I'm going to get hurt in it, whatever, right? Because um, that's, that's the stuff I'm avoiding, right? So, but um, void's about clarity, right? Of course, water's about clarity too, but it's about knowledge, clarity, right? Like logic, knowledge, intellect, that kind of thing, right? Void clarity is knowing what's going on, um, really what's going on, regardless of what you can see in front of you. Kind of like parents giving, getting their kids inoculated, right? Okay. I know what I'm protecting them from. They only see a piece of metal that's going to pierce their skin. From a mature perspective, you know, right? And I'm not arguing the inoculation um, uh, vaccination kind of thing. Keep that shit to yourself, right? Um, anyway, uh, but... It's it's a mature way of looking at things. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I almost forgot. We're we're putting um, here's a quick announcement and an admin thing. Um, we're putting an online store on and we're starting a whole thing, right? Um, uh, cups and coffee cups and T-shirt designs and all that. Because uh, up to this point, we've had to take like orders for things and we only put one thing out at a time and whatnot. Now we can freaking throw a whole bunch of shit out, right? Um, Finally getting that T-shirt done that says, hi, I'm a really nice person, learning to be cruel, vicious, mean, and nasty. And on the back, it has that kneeling ninja drawing a sword and says, can I practice on you? Um, but another one I'm uh, having made is uh, it's just simply going to say, nobody ever said you had to like it. Okay? There's going to be a lot of things in the, in the mastery process that are required for mastery, that are required for the level of skill or pr uh, proficiency or whatever that you want to have. 
that are non-negotiable. The six-year-old inside of us wants to negotiate, wants to avoid it and hope it still happens and all that, but they're non-negotiable. And the adult has to drive. So I'm just supposed to accept that, no, you're supposed to be an adult. So I'm supposed to settle, but no, you're supposed to be an adult. So I'm supposed to convince myself to like, no, you're supposed to be an adult. If we can't at least be an adult, warrior ships out of the question. Because warriors are willing to do things that most adults can't or won't. And that's just the way it is. And before you think I'm standing on a pedestal, sometimes I teach some of these things because I need to hear it again. Because there's certain things I need to do. And I have a finite amount of time, finite amount of money, finite amount of resources, energy, this body ain't getting younger, whatever. But does not, none of those things relieves me of my responsibility of that which I have to do to get that which I say I want. And accepting, because some people are like, you know, well, I've decided at a certain point that this was great, fantastic, great. If that's really true, then the journey is over because you should have everything that you need to do that well. If you're still following this stuff, looking into it or whatever, it's just an interest. If that's really true, if it's not true, then you hit a point of acceptance because it's comfortable. And I'm not debating that either. Because all I'm going to hear is a bunch of other reasons and excuses um, and intellect justifying emotional decisions. And before you think that I'm an asshole, which you might, this is nice compared to the cheat teachers I've chosen. Some are bureaucratic about it. Well, you know, some people do it that way. And, and then I've got other teachers that go, eh, wrong. Look, if you're not going to do this, if you think that you've got a better way, or you need to mix this with somebody else or whatever, there is the damn door. Those are the teachers I choose. Because the decision lies squarely with me, and I can't speak or act without giving away my intentions. I'm either going to do it, whether I like it or not, because it's it needs to be done. It's a part of the process. Or I'm going to choose to not, but I have to be obvious about it. And I'm okay with wherever anybody decides that they're going to be. I'm way okay with that. I just need to know where that is so I know what level of help and commitment I need to invest in the student. Anyway. James, you're up. 
who's on? Uh, who's on? What? Uh, any questions, comments? I saw the numbers going up and the numbers going back down and whatever. I think most of our viewers and whatnot have to do things um, based on the recordings anyway, and that's that's all cool. It'd be nice at, at some point if we could actually like, although we'd have to do it with like hundreds of podcast directories because. <laughs> Um, but just trying to figure out, you know, what the base is. Cause you know, that's fashionable these days. We've got over a thousand viewers and listeners and I only need a couple of serious ones that are actually going to act on things. I put this out in the hopes that somebody is going to find it valuable. Uh, anyway. Speaking of such people, Carl said good morning. Good morning, Carl. <laughs> I, lo- I love when when Carl pops in or sends me an email or whatever because it's like we're so far apart distance wise and time wise and all that, you know. And Carl's one of those committed students. I mean, you and I know right away if there's a glitch in something, if there's a, and we never take it the wrong way. Like you know, this is the wrong link or whatever. I mean, at least we know, one, somebody's uh, catching it. Somebody's actually, like, engaged in catching it, right? Um, and, two, we, you know, we know we know that somebody's engaged, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that and the quality of questions that come in. I mean, you know, sometimes you, know, you type something out. And I remember uh, communicating with a teacher one time. We were, I had a question about the mandala because, like, you know, I'm, I was having a heck of a time trying to figure out where I was. Um, and so, you know, I'm trying to describe, like, you know, I've got these qualities, but but I can do, I can work on some of these other things that are part of the same realm. But then over here, and, and I'm going through this long thing with my teacher, you know, and I don't even think it's making sense. And he goes, oh, no, 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 no. You're, don't, I don't think you're extreme at all. You're really close to, that center point right there because you've got all these things operating, right? Um, but he, what he was looking for was quality in question, right? Um, what used to irritate uh, my teachers was somebody would ask a question that it was just like a, a simple yes or no answer kind of thing, right? Like that's going to produce mastery kind of thing, you know? And Anyway, so... Often we the, the answer would be, um, I think you need to go back and think about that a little bit more and come back with a question that tells me that you're actually freaking doing some of the work and you're not just coming to me for the answers so that you can parrot them. Right. Cause getting the information and knowing the answer are two completely different things. Right. Is that it? And Carl was the only one to say good morning. I think I thought I saw Greg Beerley post something uh, and Jimmy I thought I saw that Jimmy was on at some point. Jimmy said Kombama and I don't see anything from Greg Beerley. Okay. Maybe it was something else he posted somewhere else. Um, Greg and I have been back and forth um, about a project in a different realm. So no worries. All right. James? Go ahead. Sorry. Carl said deep again, thought provoking as usual. Well, thanks, and 
Phil Jones says, good evening. Sorry I missed last week's live episode. I really enjoyed tonight's episode and will be doing the exercises. Well, thanks. Well, I mean, I'm not thanking you for doing the exercises. Thanks for the kind words. Let's keep it clear on that. So, you know, and here's the thing, right? Um, people lament. I mean, I'm just going to leave it at this. People lament not having a teacher. People lament not having a dojo. Does anybody remember um, COVID? Anybody remember that little glitch kind of thing that was like a virus that came out? Anybody remember that? Of course we freaking do, right? You remember that, right? Um, COVID, for whatever anybody thinks, right? COVID exposed a bunch of liars, lazy people, whatever, okay? Because, and like I, our dojo, we lost 75% of the active student count. And I mean, what's that say about my morals and ethics if I go and sue people for like breach of contract and whatnot during a pandemic? Ooh, right. So, you know, I adapt, overcome and keep on going. Right. But 75% of our student body jumped ship, even though we took classes virtual. Right. Most people couldn't train. Some people did. Some people figured it out. Some people figured that, oh, shit, doesn't matter if I don't like online training or whatever. Um, training, some training is better than no training at all. Right? We'll figure it out. Right? So some did. But most, we had this discussion, James, remember? Um, mm-hmm. COVID exposed people. And all their bullshit excuses. Because they didn't need to have money. They had all the fucking time in the world. And they didn't even have to leave their damn house. And they still didn't train. Holy shit. Nothing like something like that to come along and just slap the shit out of everybody. You know, it's just, I had four-year-olds showing up for virtual classes and 75% of the adults didn't. Really, that's interesting. I've got guys on the other side of the planet we've never met met face-to-face. Send me some of the most friggin' thought-provoking and insightful uh, questions and or comments or whatever that tells me that they're, they're thinking and whatnot, right? Uh, they're training, even if they do training in, in other areas, right? Um, they have little comments about reconciling between one and another and little problem areas and, and, and things like that, right? We've never met face to face and yet they've been training with me for over a decade. Some well over a decade. Right. I got other people that live right down the street, can't make it to class on time or consistently. The hell is that? Right. Just be careful. So last thing I'm going to mention is remember I said that this this framework was about solving the getting training problem. 
But I also said at the very beginning that if our problem solving or decision making isn't allow us and what, whatever we're doing with that isn't allow us, isn't allowing us to get training, then it's probably not allowing us to do a bunch of other things that we want as well. Okay. So you can apply this to everything and anything. Okay. The problem isn't in the getting of the training or the getting of the thing. The problem is in the, the ability, and these are abilities, right? The strategic thinking in being able to identify the core problem or problems that are actually preventing everything else and the decision-making that allows you to take the right action in the right direction. At least for the moment, right? I love when people like from, from, you know, today's, what would you do if you, well, if I knew now or knew then what I know now, you don't know that. You, one, you didn't have all that knowledge back then. So you, hopefully you did the best you could with what you had. If you didn't, then, well, shame on you, right? If you took shortcuts, if you cheated, if you did whatever, karma's a bitch, right? Um, but you made the best choices that you had based on, you know, what you foresaw, what knowledge you had, what skills you had, what, what resources you had, what activities you were engaged in that produced the resources, time, money, effort, um, you know, fear or lack thereof of somebody else that you abdicated decision making as to whether or not you were allowed to do something, but you were over the age of 18 or 21 or whatever, and they weren't your parent. Okay, whatever. Okay, um, so we, we don't know that we would have made a different decision. What we do know is what we have available to us now. We know what we have. Did we do an episode on like the gap, identifying the gap, where you mm -hmm. are, what you need, right? I, I, these sometimes I'm just coming at thing, the same thing from a different direction. But what I can tell you is. I'm not teaching on anything that I don't have an intimate knowledge of or experience of. I've had to solve these problems. Okay. I've told people over and over again. Some go silent because they got, I don't know if they have nothing else or I pissed them off and they just didn't want to engage in conversation. Other ones took it to heart and actually did something with it. And other ones attacked me for it. But I'm not making shit up. These are all hard found lessons. Okay. Are there other ways to do it? Probably, but I don't know what they are. Okay. I was not, not a privileged white guy that had a gold card and I don't understand it. No. Poverty, violence, abuse. All kinds of shit. No. Right? No one yet has been able to come. Well, I take that back. Two people have had cancer. A couple of people were way up in age and the body was not working nearly as well. Um, I'm only counting right now, counting the ones who actually engaged in training not the ones who um, had that 
really wanted to do it. Uh, I said it would help. And then somehow, or for some reason, the conversation faded away. Right. But I've trained people that had spina bifida and had those canes, right? Because they couldn't use their legs. Their ankles were strapped together, right? And right, that's how they moved around, that kind of stuff. Um, people in wheelchairs, whatever. Okay. What I have come to realize is that it doesn't matter if it's me, uh, Hatsumi Sensei, Takamasa, whatever, right? People do what it is that they really want to be doing. Not what they fantasize doing. People do things that, that deal with or get rid of pain that they're, they're, uh, that they're experiencing, right? Or really deep seated problems or fears that they don't, you know, they need to handle. They do that. That's what they spend their money on. That's what they spend their time on. That's what they spend their, their mental juices on, right? Not things that, not, they, they don't do that much with things that are in the, that'd be nice if category. They just don't. Okay. So that's why I, tend to talk about training from the perspective of insurance, training from the perspective of this is a solution to a problem. And there's different aspects of the art, so different solutions for different problems, right? Why instructors are more like doctors than teachers? Because if you can't diagnose the problem the student is having, you can't give them the right lessons to help them fix it. Because most of them don't know what the core problem is. They know it's just like a, a patient that goes, I'm dizzy, I have pain. Here, They know the symptoms, but they don't know the root cause. Doctor's supposed to translate the symptoms into cause, prescribe the right medicine, same thing, right? But it is what it is, right? But as long as this is in the in the category of that'd be nice to do, it'd be really cool to have a black belt needed to do uh, whatever, and it's not in the category for some of my guys that um, any day could be some jack wagon coming at them to take them out of the world or leave their family picking up the pieces of, you know, a cripple or whatever. Right. There's things that I want to do and there's things there's there's places on this planet that I want to visit before they cover me up with dirt um, and I will do those things. Or I will die in the process. And the process will not be, that'd be really nice. Right? One of the things that drives me is fear. Fear that on my deathbed or near it, I'm going to say the same thing that old people said that I had to listen to growing up. If I were 20 years younger, if I were 30 years younger, if I were your age, I would have, could have, should. I want to go silent. I want to go Peacefully, quietly, and serenely into whatever's going to come next. I don't want to have, one of my fears is that woulda, shoulda, coulda. God, that must be 
I can only imagine how. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Without saying it. <laughs> <laughs> how shitty that must feel. Especially at a time in your life when you can't do anything about it. It's too late. Screw that. There's already going to be so many things that I'm not going to be able to do. Anyway, that's what I got. Uh, so, yeah, the digital store. We'll change the subject, right? Digital store, dichomio size coming up. Uh, can't wait to meet Phil face-to-face. Uh, he's already signed up and registered for dichomio side January 6th, 7th, and 8th. Um, I should probably get the page finished and all that with what the uh, – the training topics are still signed up. Just I don't know what the hell he's expecting because I didn't even put out a theme or topics yet. We're going to do some of that ninja stuff, right? <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. All right. Um, I am thinking about some really cool stuff though. Um, beat up people's brains just as much as their bodies. Anyway, right. <laughs> did you just chuckle? Because, like, how would that be any different than what you're used to? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, guys. Look, um, I'm going to wrap this up because we're already at we're just shy of the uh, two hour mark. Uh, any other questions or comments from anybody? No, sir. Carl, thanks for being on again, Phil. All you guys, I, I, you have no idea how much I appreciate it. Um, although I would speak to the void as though there was somebody out there because, um, you know, people do watch the recordings quite a bit. So anyway, was there anything else? No, sir. All right. Well, I'm going to go put my knees and hips to bed. And uh, I've got some video editing i got to get done uh, for a couple of programs. And, um, yeah, if you could hang on for just a few minutes after we're done, then uh, – We've got a couple of things to finish up a project on as well. So that's cool. Uh, if you guys have any questions, comments, uh, whatever, let's do another one because the, 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 the open Q&A things tend to have actually taken off a little bit. So let's make the next one an open Q&A as well. So next week, right? So same promise but also same threat, right? If no questions or comments come in, I'm not preparing anything. So um, if nobody sends in anything, it will be the shortest episode in the history of Kudan. Okay? So um, stop waiting and stop holding off. Right? I have people that send me apologetic emails like, I really got caught up. Uh, I'll send one in to you and whatnot. And then here we are like three episodes later, and I still haven't gotten something from them. So I understand how distracting life can be. Right? Um, but if you don't ask you're either waiting for somebody else to do it or it's not that important. Okay. What if you only had six months to live? What would you want to make sure you got, did, or learned to have made the time worthwhile? Because here's the clue. You weren't born with a guarantee. But we all tend to live like we're going to live forever. Hmm. Okay. So anyway, that's all I got. You have anything else?
I keep looking no, off sir. the corner here. I'm going to look down that little that little square down there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, cool. Um, I think that's it. So, uh, did are, are we still doing the Throwback Thursday thing? I know we got off of, off track a little bit because you had some light things that kind of toss things around or whatever. But uh, um, are we are we still doing those or tossing things out or are we just like trusting people to go to the YouTube channel? Uh, most people don't even know the YouTube channel has been around for like over 10 years. Some people sent me emails, didn't even know that freaking I had a CUDEN or a podcast or whatever that's been around for as long as it did or it is. Oh, next week. Uh, I take that back. Next week one. Yeah, next week will be an open Q&A. The week after that, I plan on having um, uh, an old friend on, uh, Will Mayer. Some of you guys have seen him pop up on or whatever. I just have to iron out the the little thing with the the uh, schedule and make sure that's going to work for him. So not next Monday, but the one after that, I'm going to try to have Will Mayer on. And we're going to chat about the good old days um, and maybe not the good old days and all that wonderful stuff. And I'm sure that'll irritate some people and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to have one of my training peers on from way back in the day. And uh, we're going to chat about stuff. So um, that'll be a whole different kind of thing, not so much a lesson, uh, not an overt lesson anyway. So, um, James, remind me I'm going to do that, okay? (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it. That's it. We're done, right? I'll talk to everybody again next time on Kuden. Get more of Kuden Radio. Subscribe through your favorite podcasting site or join our clan of serious modern warriors at OnlineNinjaAcademy.com.